Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Today's show will feature interviews with Rachel Barabow of Sirius XM College Sports Nation and Leonard Wheeler of the NFL Players Association. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, talking with Rachel Barabow, host of Sirius XM College Sports Nation, here's Roman Gabriel III. Oh, great to have you in with us on Sold Out Sports Talk and our friend Rachel coming in with us. Rachel, Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for coming on Sold Out. Merry Christmas to you, my friend. All right, so ESPNU Radio, at Gridiron Now, and, of course, if you want to follow on Twitter, she's uh, crisscrossing the country like no other, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told you in our uh, our pre-show interview that uh, saying I'm traveling a lot right now is an understatement, but it's, it's, all, for, uh, it's all for a wonderful cause, and uh, so I'm, I'm very, very blessed. Okay, so this is a great time of year for everybody that loves college football. And I will say this as a former college and professional football player, with what's going on in pro football this year, it's kind of been tough for me to deal with. So I've really focused my eyes on college football, and it's been a wonderful season, hasn't it? It's, it's really been amazing. Um, you know, you think about some of the, the, you know, the things that have happened. You, you think about, you know, losses. And that has galvanized teams. You think about um, coaches like Bill Clark, just uh, the UAB coach that was just named the, the CBS Coach of the Year. Um, you know, sat for two years while that program, that UAB football program, was was in jeopardy, was taken away from from the UAB fans, and then came back and now eight and four and in the Bahamas Bowl. I mean, there are just so many wonderful stories of uh, of college football teams and coaches and, and players just um, overcoming and. Not only that, but the great games that we've gotten on, on the field. It's just so incredibly blessed to be a college football fan. I, I say to people all the time, I don't know how people don't love college football. Like, I don't understand you if you don't love college football. Like, what, what's the matter with you if you, uh, <clears throat> if you do something on Saturdays in the fall other than watch college football? <laughs> okay, so we've got a Final Four that's really exciting coming up. Uh, with the semifinals on New Year's. And um, Georgia, with this incredible running game uh, versus Oklahoma and, uh, you know, their incredible offense. And, and you got some weaknesses on both sides. So this ought to be a uh, – looks like could be a high-scoring affair. And then you got this rematch of, of – really, you can't ask for any more exciting games than Clemson and Alabama have given us the last two years. And this time, a rematch in the semifinals. So, talk about our semifinal games and just your expectations of what we'll see. Yeah, I think if from a schematic point uh, point of view, the Oklahoma and Georgia matchup in the Rose Bowl is is just um, it, it's fascinating to me. I mean, you've got Baker Mayfield, who obviously is worth all the accolades, deserving of the Heisman, has lit it up on the football field. He's a he's a gunslinger. Reminds me a little bit of Brett Favre in the sense that he's always making something happen. Um, you can never really count him out. He's edgy, maybe sometimes a little bit too edgy, but uh, but certainly worthy of all the accolades. And so he's at the helm of that offense. And, you know, I don't think that offense has faced anything like what they're going to see, the defensive front, uh, even the second and third level of the defense of Georgia. And, um, you know, you've got to remember Kirby Smart is a former defensive coordinator under uh, Nick Saban for many years. So he has a lot of his traits. Uh, a lot of his qualities and 
taking a lot of the, the toughness and the attention to detail and the fundamentals and uh, wrapping up and, and all of those things. Um, when you see that tough edge, the spike squad of the Georgia defense, that's attributed definitely to uh, to Kirby Smart. So, you know, I think there, that's certainly a matchup, and they haven't seen anything like that. But I also think that the Oklahoma defense, particularly on the back end, hasn't seen anything like what they're going to see with this uh, this Georgia offense. And, you know, they've uh, certainly got the two backs. Um, wide receivers as well, and Jake Fromm has really grown up behind us. An offensive line that has done a phenomenal job at pass protection, minus the first Auburn game. But if you look at the what they've done this year, <clears throat> it's been it's been quite fascinating. And I, I think on the other side, you look at that Clemson Alabama matchup, and, and you said it. I mean, part three, if there'll be anything like part one and part two, I'll take that ticket all day long. I think, you know, obviously Nick Saban is one of the best, if not the best, modern college football coach and will go down as one of the best all time. And then you've got what Dabo Sweeney has been doing at Clemson and just has been recruiting and building and building and, and getting his base there and has been slowly doing that. And his meteoric rise from from the interim to now being the head coach, having a national championship, um, what he's doing at Clemson is, is nothing short of miraculous. You know, Alabama will make the first phone call to him when Nick Saban does retire, uh, does decide to do that. But I don't know at this point whether Dabo will leave Clemson because he's built something really beautiful. Rachel Barabo is with us, ESPNU Radio, and um, you can follow Rachel Barabo on Twitter for all of the things that she's doing. Very busy out there, and what a college season is. So we're going to look forward to those games. You know, from a professional perspective, with the draft coming up, Rachel. We got some real interesting quarterbacks, and of course, being a quarterback, I love to talk about quarterbacks. And you being a, you know, a Heisman voter, I'm, I'm sure you were one of the ones to vote for Baker Mayfield, correct? He was somewhere in my. I don't reveal my uh, my order. Who are your top five? Who are somewhere. your top five Heisman guys? Uh, I mean, I, I don't reveal my Heisman, so my Heisman vote I haven't uh, since I've uh, been a voter for a couple of years. Just something I. I don't do, but I am. I do feel comfortable in telling you that Baker was on my ballot. Oh, good. Okay. So Baker yeah. Mayfield, Josh Allen, who everybody's talking about from Wyoming, who really wasn't seeing that mm-hmm. much. Uh, you've got jo- uh, Josh Rosen uh, from UCLA mm-hmm. and Sam Darnold at USC. Those are four guys that the, the, the NFL is looking at really closely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I think Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> you know, I'm hearing a lot about his, his draft status at the next level. You know, Josh Allen, I think the knock on him this year is that he had a lot of people graduate around him, so therefore his stats went down. And, uh, you know, his measurables this year, if you will, just from a um, from a stat perspective, you know, they weren't as great as they were uh, if he had gone out before. So, But, you know, the NFL looks at things, as you know, that um, it's not necessarily turnovers and, and those types of things. They're looking at, you know, hand size, wingspan, uh, height, you know, footwork, all these things that um, that these guys have. And, you know, I think Sam Darnold, an interesting, uh, you know, thing with him is that he went through a part of the season where he was pressing and, you know, he had a lot of turnovers, but I think he really has rebounded and you've seen him kind of back into Sam Darnold uh, mode, if you will, because there's a lot of hype around him <laughs> preseason as well. And, you know, Josh Rosen is, I mentioned a gunslinger type of aspect. He's you know, there, there are situations and there are times in games where I think the decision-making could improve. Um, but he is, he is a guy that will, will torture defense, and he's a guy that will make, uh, you know, he'll make hard decisions, and, and sometimes those pay off and sometimes they don't. So, you know, but listen, 
GMs know, coaches know that they can get them at the next level. They can they can mold them. You know what I find to be more interesting now in the NFL than ever in the past five seven years, Roman, is the fact that um, you don't you don't sit anymore when you go to the NFL, and especially when you're one of these high priced quarterbacks, you don't hold a clipboard anymore. You are you're now the guy. Um, if they're paying, if you're getting drafted first couple of rounds, more times than not, you're the guy. You're expected to play. Uh, very quickly, and we're seeing that more and more now that younger guys are playing and starting in the NFL. Rachel Barabo with us on ESPNU radio host on Sold Out Sports Talk. And, Rachel, you know, as a as a Christian in this business, um, obviously there's always a challenge of holding up your integrity but still maintaining that, that touch with the football audience out there. Um, you've done a spectacular job of maintaining that, and, of course, on this network, you know we have so many, so many Christian uh, people that are proud of people like you who stand up and who act like Christians in the workplace. So, tell tell me about the biggest challenge for not only being a woman in this in this uh, in in a man's world of football, but also being a Christian. You know, I think I had somebody say to me uh, a couple of years back. They said. I had some scripture that was on my website uh, on Rachel Barbeau, and it's been, it's, uh, uh, I've had some different versions of my website since then, but, you know, it, the person said to me, I, I would take the scripture off of your, your website. I would, you know, be careful that the scripture that you, you talk about or retweet on on, uh, on Twitter and those things. And, you know, I said to them then it's the same thing I say now, you know, if you're ashamed of God here, he'll be ashamed of us, you know, in front of his Father in heaven. And so... Um, you know, I, I, I'm not ashamed of my faith. And, you know, I, I also uh, adhere to the theory that, you know, there's so many people in this world, Roman, that are judging, that are looking down, that are nitpicking. You know, I think, you know, what we need, this world needs, is to show and reflect the love of Christ. And so I want to have something so lovely. I want to have a light so lovely. I want to have a joy so lovely that people say, what is that about her? And what is different about her? And and I want that, and they're attracted to that, and then I can share the love of Jesus Christ and how he's changed my life. And so, you know, in a world where, Lord have mercy, I mean, all you have to do is, is just get on Twitter, and, you know, sometimes I, you know, I drink my tea and eat my popcorn and watch people's, you know, responses back and forth <laughs> to each other and just watch, you know. I'm like, I don't yeah. get involved, and I definitely don't get in the pig pen. But there's so much divisiveness, and I mm-hmm. think in the world... Considering that, we need more love, more joy, more acceptance. And, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, it, the, the world is going to call for you to get in the ditch with somebody. You know, I'm, I do not live a life where I just look the other way. You know, so many people look the other way and say, it's not my business. I'm not going to get involved. And, you know, I think um, the most beautiful things have come out of getting in the ditch with people and helping them in their time of need uh, and getting in their mess. And so, you know, in terms of... of projecting the love of Christ in my career, I've just never been ashamed of him. And I know that, that God um, has opened every door that I've gone through professionally, not That's by my awesome. might, not by my talent. Uh, it's been God, you know, and, and um, I know that. And I proclaim that. And, you know, being a woman in this industry is hard, Roman. I'm, I'm, I won't sugarcoat that. And the whole Me Too thing has uh, taken uh, the world by storm, and, and there's a lot of reckoning for, for men that have not acted uh, correctly and actually acted abysmally. And so, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've not been, you know, victim to, to some of those things, actually a lot of things that people are talking about. I've just chosen to let it make me tougher and, and keep moving forward and, 
and try to shepherd young women and, and going the right way and keeping themselves out of those situations. And um, but I feel I feel grateful that um, I've got to where I've gotten. You know, I feel incredibly grateful that, that God's allowed me to have the platform that I have, and I intend to use it for good. About forty five seconds. I want everybody to know about changing the narrative and what that's all about. <laughs> Uh, they can go to I'mChangingTheNarrative.com. That's I'mChangingTheNarrative.com. It's a movement. I've been to 19 schools, uh, 2 million hits on Twitter this summer, and I go to schools and talk to young men about purpose, passion, platform, how do we view women, and how do we treat women. And it's been nothing short of miraculous. I'd love to come on again sometime and tell you some of these stories of how lives are being changed. Where, uh, where can we go website-wise uh, to check you out? Yeah, absolutely. My personal website is rachelbarbeau.com. And again, changing the narrative website is imchangingthenarrative.com. And there's wonderful stories there. I think people will um, be blown away about the kings that we are raising up on, on campuses across the country with this movement. Okay, about 10 seconds. Can you give us any insight on your picks for the semifinal games? I mean, listen, it's uh, the way Clemson, Alabama has gone the past couple of years. That's anybody's game. And, you know, my my uh, football instinct tells me that, that Georgia guts it out on a line of mm. scrimmage game and wins a line of scrimmage. But, uh, but it, that, again, could go any, either way because you have a Baker Mayfield at the helm. Rachel, we love you. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon and have a great time for the finish of the college season. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, my friend. Rachel Barabo with us. You can follow on Twitter at Rachel Barabo, and uh, we'll have more up on all of our sites. When we come back from the Players Association, former Panther, Leonard Wheeler, DB, my friend, will be in. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with Leonard Wheeler, formerly of the Carolina Panthers and now a member of the NFL Players Association. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. He's from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's got a beautiful wife and daughter. Uh, I've had the opportunity to minister with Leonard uh, in schools, the opportunity to minister him at, at special events where we've seen young people's lives be changed, and that's what he's all about is change lives. He played his college football at Mississippi and Troy, drafted third round by the Bengals in 92. He put in uh, four years with the Bengals as a safety and then went to the Vikings in five years. I don't, I don't want to cheat him. Vikings in 97. Carolina Panthers, 98 and 99. Right now, he serves individual clients, uh, also executive coaching, uh, making a difference in the lives of uh, CEO and business people out there to improve their quality of life and business. My Man, that's a long one. Leonard Wheeler coming in on Sold Out Sports Talk. Leonard, how you doing? Good, Roman. How you doing? You know what? I'm blessed, man. We have a lot of players on this show that are former guys that are out there using their talents and abilities to impact young people. And uh, one of the things uh, that I'm excited about is uh, that we have such an opportunity right now. Uh, you know, a lot of people talk about we have a very tenuous situation around the world in terms of uh, all the all the things that are going on that are superfluous in the outside that are, that can be disturbing. But one of the things that I've seen as I have visited with young people around this country is that. I believe that there is a thirst for the Lord in young people like there has never been before. Do you get that feeling? Yeah, you know what? And and one of the things that I do know is that we we were going through a spiritual recession. 
is, is really the way I look at it. I have a teenage daughter, and one thing that has been prevalent is that I know the struggles that our teenagers and our young adults are, are faced with every single day. It's, a, it's totally different from when you and I were growing up. We didn't have Facebook, and we didn't have all of these distractions to take to school with us every day. We didn't have a lot of the television shows that are showing promiscuity, all of these things that are exposing them to the sin of this world, and we know that it's out there. And so one thing that I know is that we have to make sure that we keep them closely to the Word and making sure that they're hiding that Word in their hearts daily. Leonard Wheeler, our guest on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk, former NFL safety and uh, working closely uh, with the leadership committee with the NFL players, the transition committee, the finance committee, and uh, trying to do everything that he can to, to work with others to, you know, one of the things that I look at when people have a perception about the NFL is is that somehow everybody's like Brett Favre or everybody's like Reggie White or everybody's like Jerry Rice. They all play for 15 years, and they're all pros, and they have everything going for you. They retire with all the money in the world. Uh, but you and I both know that the average career in the NFL uh, is right around three years and that, and that a lot of these guys uh, leave the game injured. A lot of these guys leave the game unprepared for life in the future. And one of the things that I have seen is that the NFL and the NFL Players Association has done more and more uh, to help the transitioning of players that aren't fortunate or blessed to play 10 years in the league. Um, you were involved in the transition committee and also helping guys to prepare themselves. What are some of the things specifically that you are doing and that the NFL and the Players Association is doing to help these players? Well, one thing that I, one thing that I have to say, Roman, just to piggyback on what you're saying, the NFL and the NFLPA are doing an outstanding job. You have people on both sides that were former players, and so they're coming from a perspective of, I've walked in your shoes, and when the guys are able to see that that all of these people are not just rallying behind them, but they're setting the stage for them and with them, it, it just it, it creates a sense of urgency with these players to say, you know what, I can do this. Because one of the things that I, I used to hear all the time when I played is people would come up to me and say, man, whatever you do, don't leave the game. Stay in as long as you can. Well, what that does, it creates a sense of uh, almost scarcity and fear to say, if I leave the game, it is going to be extremely hard. So now I'm bringing this fear into the real life, which you know playing in the NFL is not real life. It is a fantasy and it is pretty awesome. But when we go out into the real world, Roman, it's about belief system, paradigm shifts, and about creating a sense of accountability around people that can help you grow. Leonard Wheeler, our guest on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. And, of course, there's so much to talk about with this guy because he's, he's, he's doing so many things out there, and, and he always has been involved. And in, uh, the thread of all those things has always been about other people and having the opportunity to serve other people. And, uh, you know, I would be remiss without saying this, but... Um, uh, We've done a lot of films here in the last 15 years about the NFL, a lot of films about uh, strong Christian men that represented Christ and were excellent in what they did in the NFL. And you and I have a mutual friend who I never, uh, ever want to forget uh, in Reggie White, 
uh, a guy who we have continued to memorialize his life as we go into high schools and colleges and show his film that we did and show uh, his heart for the Lord and, and the way that he impacted young people. And, and Leonard, I know that you were close to, to Reggie, had an opportunity to be around you guys when you ministered, and uh, it's got to be exciting to see the next generation and the way that he impacted so many NFL players that he played with that are now making a difference. And that was, you know, um, Reggie was one of those men that understood how to sow into somebody's life. And, um, you know, he was probably one of the most selfless people I've ever met. And he, he would never meet a stranger. He was probably one of the biggest football icons in the, in the world. But yet, when you met him, he came from a sense of humility and respect. And you know what's amazing is is that his wife Sarah lives out in your area, and she's been on. She was on the show actually um, last spring, and we had her coming on talking about some of the things that she's still doing. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing to see what his children are doing today as well. Yeah, and you know what, Sarah and Reggie were about legacy, and they were not about complacency. And so, knowing that they um, planted those seeds in their kids' minds in order for them to continue to plant seeds uh, with other people. It's exciting to uh, think about and talk about legacy. And you said another key word, Leonard, which was accountability. And one of the things that we talk so much about at Sold Out, and we talk so much about young people, and, and, you know, I do some Bible studies with some college and high school coaches, and, you know, accountability is something that we understand in the football world, and it's also something that you hope that you understand as you take it on in your real life. But it really is, to me, a real key for what we need to build into our kids' lives. Yeah, and you know what? Sarah and Reggie were about legacy, and they were not about complacency. And so knowing that they um, planted those seeds in their kids' minds in order for them to continue to plant seeds uh, with other people. Leonard Wheeler, our guest on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk, former NFL safety and uh, working closely uh, with the leadership committee with the NFL players, the transition committee, the finance committee, and uh, trying to do everything that he can to, to work with others. You know what? People are afraid. I always say that, you know, fear, the acronym, is false evidence appearing real. And what's happening a lot of times is that, is that a lot of things that we fear are things that we don't know. Uh, what, what I'm seeing in, in corporations is that we need a bigger sense of cohesiveness and understanding of why we're there. I think sometimes we're, we're kind of like the walking dead, where we're, we're existing, but we're really not understanding our role of importance within community. You know what, I, 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 would, I would be honest with you, I was in uh, Barcelona, Spain about three months ago, doing facilitation skills training for Abbott Laboratories. And one thing that I know, Roman, since I have been doing corporate coaching, emotion intelligence training, leadership, team building, development, that the Lord is allowing me to display who I am or who he is in me through what I'm giving to these individuals and to these companies. And it has been a blessing because... You know, I have to stand up here, and knowing that I'm only standing here, 
because the Father has blessed me and allowed me to be a tool for himself. Well, it's really exciting. I wanted to hear what God's doing in your life. And uh, like so many other guys and gals that have been on this program, um, taking the Lord's calling, um, running with it, and you know, the thread that goes through all of this and why we do this program is, is, you know, we live our life for the Lord. We put the Lord first. And when we do that, uh, God rewards us in so many ways. Um, and we don't do it for the reward, but we do it because we love God and because we enjoy being part of his team. And uh, appreciate you so much coming in. And uh, let's let's continue to uh, stay in touch. And, and I know LeonardWheeler.com, they can go get information about you and Wheeler Enterprises. But you said you have a, another site that you want someone to know about uh, that you're trying to get back up here in the next couple of days. Yeah, I also have the AthletesInstitute.com, uh, uh, Roman, which is a great site for all athletes, even weekend warriors, where they can go in and learn how to think with clarity shift paradigms, and even become a part of our accountability group camp. com. If you want to take a look at our website, you can do it at soldouttv.com. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.